Together with Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Daniel, Ezekiel is one of the four major prophets of the Old Testament, who, along with Israel's 12 minor prophets, comprise the institution of prophecy in the Old Testament. Oftentimes today, a prophet is misunderstood. A common notion is something like this. With or without the help of a crystal ball, the prophet somehow looks into the future and predicts the future like a fortune teller, or like a seer, or like a modern writer of horoscopes, far from what a prophet is. In Israel, at times, the prophets were highly respected and valued. They were listened to, they were heeded, they were seen as a blessing. At other times, though, they were, rid they were ridiculed and scorned, driven from the town and exiled. They received death threats, were persecuted, and in fact, were killed. They inspired fear and trepidation in people. They were begged to leave, not to prophesy. They were questioned as to whether they were coming into a town in peace or not. Why? What did the prophets do? What did they say? What provoked these types of reactions towards a prophet? Rather than predicting the future, like a fortune teller does, a prophet looks into the present with God's insight and so speaks the word of God at God's direction and inspiration. The prophet calls the people back to a spiritual and a moral life, a life marked by fidelity to the covenant with God, to his ways, commands, ordinances, and decrees, and in so calling them to an ever deeper and ongoing conversion, the prophet exhorted the people to turn from their evil ways, from their sin, and from their estrangement from God, in order to return to the Lord God with all their heart. Their message was unnerving, it was unsettling, it was challenging, and it cut to the quick as it called its hearers to repentance, to reform, to conversion of life. When the utterance of the prophets, really God's utterance spoken through the prophet, came too close to home and demanded conversion, both the prophet and his message were often deemed too hard, too much to endure. They were held in distaste. While the prophets were speaking the word of God, calling people to fidelity to the covenant, abandonment of their sinful and pagan ways, urging them to live obedient, holy, and just ways, a life ordained by God. Many times the hearers, whether it was an individual or the whole community, excused and absolved themselves from the need to listen to them or to heed them, convinced that the prophet's words were not directed toward them, 
So they really didn't have to do anything. They need not change. Now, lest we be too quick to thank God that this is that that this is now and not then, and that we're not like they were, we best be careful. For the voice of the prophet is still audible today. The message of Jesus and the Gospels rearticulate the prophet's voice. Be faithful to the covenant established by God, sealed in the blood of his son Jesus. Be faithful to our baptismal commitment. Turn from sin and the evil ways and reform your life. Return to the Lord. Live holy and grace-filled lives, lives directed by the gospel, ever conformed to Jesus Christ. In his rule for monks, St. Benedict offers us a way of life that we might heed the voice of God and not respond as did our ancestors. For at times, like our ancestors of old, we grow cold and lukewarm. We battle sloth and delusion. We bask in self-will and disobedience. We are filled with all sorts of excuses. We offer God our obedience when it is convenient and not too demanding and when it can be on our own terms. We sometimes grow slack in our search for God and our attentiveness to God. We grow too accustomed to and much too comfortable with the world and its ways, thereby distancing ourselves from God and his ways. St. Benedict sets out, as it were, for us a summary of his spiritual doctrine, directly traceable to the spiritual doctrine of the apostolic and sub-apostolic church, and so to the gospel itself. Major elements of this spiritual doctrine include the labor of obedience, the return to him from whom we have drifted through our own sloth and disobedience, to do battle for the true King, Christ the Lord, and with the strong and noble weapons of obedience, attentiveness to the voice of God, renunciation of self-will, and living in an awareness of God's presence amongst us. In short, we are called to turn from evil and sin and vice and return to the Lord God. At the beginning of his rule, in 50 short verses, we find the exhortation from St. Benedict to Christian discipleship, to following and serving God wholeheartedly, unreservedly, and most generously. Let us pray that through this Holy Eucharist this day, we may heed the voice of the Lord through the prophets and through St. Benedict, and that we may turn and return to the Lord through his grace and initiative. May we listen carefully to our master's instructions and so attend to God with the ears of our heart.